even know that song. Welcome to episode three of The Commute. Just putting my car out of park. The only person listening to this is, of course, Michael Zeke. Thank you for listening, Michael. Uh, I haven't even really listened to all of them, but I probably will. Because again, making content is important. Um, it's good to get the thoughts out of your brain and to hopefully have some kind of record of them. You know, Ray Kurzweil thinks he can resurrect his dead father by uh, compiling all of his papers and books and things he was into. And I, I don't think he's right, but I don't think he's completely wrong. I think there's a lot you can find out about someone by the things they're into and the way they speak and the way their mind works externally. I think there's an interesting question of qualia there of if you will it ever be able to make someone who feels like your father inside because your internal experiences never match up with who you are externally. A lot of really crappy people think they're good people inside and probably vice versa. A lot of really good people think they're crappy inside. Yeah, I would think that. I wouldn't know I'm not a good person. But anyways, what else do we have to discuss about digital media? I mean, it's fascinating to watch from a news perspective, which is not my original background. I did like a decade of comedy in LA, and now I work at a uh, large news corporation who has its own internal battles. And I went to an interesting lunch today where we came up in conversation. It wasn't the point of the lunch or anything, but the battle between sales and journalism and the future of digital medium is not, not clearly defined to say the least. It's unclear of which positions will even exist in five years, how money will be made, what individual stations will be responsible for, if they'll even have network affiliations. If ABC News covers all the national stuff, do you need local news? Yeah, there's probably still always value in local news, but is there always value in local news video? Is there always value in, you know, more than one journalist per area? And then you don't want them to have a monopoly, so okay, maybe two. Well, okay, maybe uh, they also need a graphics guy. Well, okay, maybe they also need, and it quickly becomes a balancing act of at what point is the existing system and whatever startup tech disruption idea Where's the happy medium there? I like the word medium because it has so many different meanings. Um, like Long Island medium. It's not the medium you would generally think of unless you're often dealing with ghosts. Oh boy, Michael. You know, it's just like some days you're the fly and some days you're the windshield. Today, today, Michael, I was the fly. That's not fair, but there's a lot of just, uh, a lot of putting out fires in every job, especially if you're a firefighter. But the long-term strategy stuff is still interesting, and you would hope that discussing it and being able to eloquently express your ideas in a short podcast that is about 10 minutes long, approximately the length of a morning commute, you would hope that more experience in doing that would be beneficial to your career. So. I like this little thing. I'm gonna keep doing the thing. Um, Michael, for you thousands of other listeners, may or may not be recording a music album, which may or may not be incredible. Probably incredible. I mean, the new Kanye. 
But yeah, I, uh, I'm hoping it gets warmer in Grand Rapids, Michigan. For you thousands of listeners who don't know me personally. Thousands. Dozens of us. Dozens! That's going to be the new thing. Um, and yeah, just that constant struggle of what's the point of it all? You spend 40 hours a week in digital media when really all you want to do is sit on a beach and let the robots do the work. And I personally think a universal basic income is a good idea. The problem is it's a basic income, and I don't think it would... I think it would hurt inflation more than strong proponents proponents of the policy like to admit. I think you would see a rise in cheap food and cheap housing, and probably the market would quickly adapt to that. I think you would phase in the universal basic income or say, hey, this is going to start in three or five or ten years. And so you would see lots of crappy studio apartments because that would be enough to live on then. Or the, I, I can't imagine the market would be dumb enough to not do that. Or a bunch of co-living situations where you would rent a space in a house, like in San Francisco, the guy who was living in a box in a house. I think people would very quickly jump on the ability to be essentially financially independent, despite the fact that they're wholly dependent on the state. But that gets into political theories of, well, we're all wholly dependent on the state so that we're not constantly killed by warlords for our property. And how do you even define property without a state to handle property disputes? That guy's got a dope boat. I mean, he's going way too fast on the highway, but his boat's cool. It is Wednesday. Is he heading to the beach right now? I'm jealous. And I think that's part of why millennials look towards these work flexibility things. I think... Everyone agrees and understands there's more to life. It's just been so ingrained in earlier generations of, yeah, 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 but you do work until you're 60, 65, 70, and then you can enjoy some years before you die. And we just, I don't know, in a certain sense, millennials and our folks are too smart for that. I can't imagine being 65 and... I'm sure I'll have a very interesting job by then, but I can't imagine wanting to be required to work 40 hours a week. I would love to be able to contribute 40 hours a week, but there's a difference between, hey, this needs to get done, and hey, I want to help get this done with you. And I think that financial independence is a big part of that. I think being able to say, oh, this is employment that I choose, want to be there is very different from I like this employment but if I quit tomorrow I would be very screwed uh, I think universal basic income is great for that assuming people are okay with that minimalist lifestyle because most proposals I've seen are about 12 grand a year and Grand Rapids is a low cost of living I don't know if I could live on 12 grand a year and yet people do millions of people do Half the world lives on less than a dollar a day, and that's a different situation, obviously, but... I think it's also hard, and in a certain sense, demoralizing. I'm not a particularly conservative person, but I think there's definitely some truth to when you feel so dependent on the state and feel like you'll always be that way, you feel a different kind of worthless. But the question is, would you rather be dependent 
on your job in the hopes that one day you'll be not dependent on it. And I don't think there's a good answer for that. As usual, there's not a good answer for that. You'll catch that as a reference to episode one for my dozens of viewers. Literally dozens of us. And I like, um, I like the idea of this. I like that it forces me to get thoughts down. It's almost a zen contemplative thing, but it, without the uh, enforced stillness. I struggle with meditation sometimes because I love it and I would love to do more of it because it is so good for me to remember all the things I forgot for the day or all the things I'd like to remember more often, but it is not good as simple meditation. Maybe I'll pick up Tai Chi or something. I don't know. We're all just figuring it out together. And to tie it back to the internet, I could find a group of dudes named Chris who practice Tai Chi if you wanted to get that specific with it. But I don't particularly want to get this, that specific with it. I could find arguably some of the best Tai Chi practitioners in the world who have put up their videos on YouTube for free because they want that reach and that minimal ad revenue, but they're reaching thousands of times more people than they would have in any previous generation unless they somehow got a TV show about Tai Chi. And they are making money off of this sort of side project. And I hopefully won't do every single episode of this about financial independence and making money. I think tax season has me stressed out too. I owe a bunch of money to the government, which is going to be interesting shuffling of money. But yeah. What I don't like about the podcast is the silences. Although this app does allow me to cut out the silences, so maybe I could just be quiet and then the whole thing could be like a five minute cut down. Although I wonder if it would recognize silence if I'm, uh, uh, if my car is still making noise. But that's another thing, test the app, test with the internet. So I like, anyways, it is passive income for the Tai Chi practitioners to upload a video one day, and if it's high quality, it could, for the next decade, make them money. I think there's going to be a, another gold rush in VR for that type of thing. I don't know how you insert advertisements into VR that isn't obtrusive and terrible. Ugh, VR pre-rolls. VR pre-rolls just made me really sad. And this is why I like this. I, I don't really have time to think these thoughts during the day. I think that's what my job was pitched to me as but I need to find time to do it on my own. So, monetizing VR hurts my soul. I don't know if there's a good way to do that. Other than branded integration, I know there are already brands paying for a VR experience. I mean, I was reading about people paying for a illegal party experience, where it was the people who made the water tower into a small bar in a New York. It was an abandoned water tower, so they hauled up 12 flights of stairs and then a rickety ladder and built a bar inside of a water tower, and you could only fit like three customers in there at a time, but it was a fun night. And they funded it with this almost charitable aspect of it's free, but you can buy advance admission to the next thing they do. So without any knowledge of what the next thing was, you could give them money. And it's just, it's interesting to see that faith in an idea. I mean, I guess that's how most businesses work. We trust that they will continue to make products we like. There's a lot of faith implicit in all of these systems. 
and for a not particularly religious person, it's ridiculous to me how much, how the system holds together with spit and faith. It makes me glad I'm not an engineer because social systems are not incredibly well engineered. And it's why social engineering is still the uh, best way to hack a system because people are your biggest flaw. But people are the best. I, people are the biggest flaw sounds terrible out of context, but if if you're trying to get inside of something, a digital system, you do want that personal contact, which I think is another interesting point. I'm trying to figure out how to use Snapchat. Not a general, oh, what do filters do, but trying to set up a specific geolocation event with all these factors and a third-party partner who's not really us, so I can't even place the ads if I wanted to, but, and I have a contact over there, but the person I want to talk to isn't responding to me, and as good as their app is, the help is nearly non-existent, and I would prefer to talk to the person because I know that's the best way to understand from both sides how it works, and it's, uh, it's slow going. So I think there will be use for people to understand these things. I think my job is one of the first in translating what digital tools exist for non-digital people. Uh, in fact, I just got our investigative reporter to look at Google Docs because he writes all of his stories in Notepad because writing it directly in the uh, uh, teleprompter software will sometimes crash on him. So I wrote it. I showed him how to use Google Docs and might have made his life a little easier. And isn't that all we're trying to do? Make our lives all a little bit easier until the robots take over and we can drink Mai Tais on the beach, funded by Universal Basic Income. Okay, sorry that got a little political there this week. I just parked at home. I will uh, see you next time.